The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. You're tuned to WGNS on this Friday morning, and our guest in studio today, Mike Klassen from Middle Point Landfill. Mike, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning. Doing great. Staying warm, uh, ice-free, so we're all doing good. I I guess the ice and the snow have been everybody's uh, big problem out there. (laughs) How does that impact Middle Point? You know, we saw a little bit of a delay this week just with being able to get to side streets. It's mostly a collection concern where we can't, you know, we don't have the plows and the salt to get the side streets ready. So Middle Point's been open. Uh, We continue to be open, as we always do in natural disasters. You saw it with the Reedyville tornado and other situations. We actually extend hours, stay open later, and really try and do our part. You know, there's only only one place to bring your trash here in Rutherford County. And so we got to do our part to be open longer and help limit the impact on folks. And so all trash services in Rutherford County, be it the city of Murfreesboro or the different private services out there going to homes and everything, they bring it straight to Middle Point. That's right. Yep. We're the we're the one stop shop, the only place. And really, that's because, you know, the city of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County uh, all get free disposal at Middle Point. So hard to go anywhere else when the when the disposal is free. So I'm guessing come Monday, if the roads are a little more clear, you're going to see probably an influx in folks bringing stuff in. Yes, we'll be overloaded, um, but that's okay. We're equipped to handle it, and uh, we're ready to support the community as, as much as we can. Well, I know Middle Point has held a lot of open houses in recent months, so uh, kind of update us on that and what's happening with Middle Point. Yeah, you know, we, uh, we got out and took our show on the road. We did about uh, 10 open house events all over the community in different commissioner districts. And really, the, the idea of that was we wanted to hear from the community, from commissioners and citizens, and a lot of them turned out, you know, what questions do you have, give them a true source of information, and also hear about their concerns. Um, you know, kind of spinning out of that, we really saw three, three main themes, and that was, number one, people want um, some local leadership on this. They want to see progress being made on the topic of waste and recycling in the community. Second is, you know, Folks don't just want to throw their things away. We want a sustainable solution. The community wants a sustainable solution to sort of graduate beyond just throwing it in a landfill. We want more than that. And the third piece, and I'd say probably the most prevalent was costs. People are very aware that um, there's no alternative to middle point right now and any alternative that are being discussed are extraordinarily expensive for citizens, especially in the current environment with the taxes that we're kind of seeing. Um, Those were really prevalent. So we're going to transform all of that. We've kind of packaged it into some action items, which I hope we'll talk about today. Um, and we're going uh, virtual now. So kind of with the weather changing and everything else, we have a spot on our website for a virtual uh, open house, virtual comment cards, and, and we want feedback still. Uh, we want to hear from you, and we take that feedback very seriously. You know, it seems like in Rutherford County and the city of Murfreesboro and Smyrna and Laverne as well, we've seen efforts, different efforts over the years where each city has tried some type of recycling program. Uh, at one point, there were recycling bins and parking lots like Kroger, as an example, where you could throw away glass items, plastic items. But these things, these ideas, they never stick around. It seems like they'll stick around for a year, two years, three years at the most. After that, they go away. Yeah. So what what can be done that will 
actually stay? Yeah, what a great question. And you know, it's that it's that question that always hurts programs is how do we get full participation from the community when, you know, people have to pay for it and these things cost money and there's then there's this sort of back and forth with we want to do the right thing, but man, it costs so much. So that was I think that number one point is it comes down to leadership. And so really there has to be a cohesive plan. And I think that plan needs to come from the county level, but also with support from companies like Republic, you know, we're uniquely capable to really step up and say, you guys want to put a recycling facility out here that can act as a hub to make it low cost for recyclables. We're ready to do that. And there's a lot of others, those types of programs that um, we're excited about continuing our discussion with county leadership to put those in place here. It seems like both at the county level and also the city of Murfreesboro level, we've heard a lot of discussion about transfer stations, Mm -hmm. but I don't even know you know what the city's definition of a transfer station is versus the county and then middle point what do they all see a transfer station a little differently yeah so when we're talking about transfer stations you know in simple terms that's taking small trucks and putting it into big trucks to make it more efficient for disposing of the waste Um, both the city of murfreesboro and the county are looking at you know, building a transfer station as their vision for what happens if middle point is to close in five and a half years, which is how much airspace and capacity we have left. The thing about transfer stations is um, it's almost creating a solution to a problem that doesn't exist because the solution is already here. The solution is middle point landfill. When you look at the cost of doing this, you know, this is actually a number from the mayor's office, the, the county mayor, uh, Mayor Carr, $62 per ton to transport waste out of county and make it somebody else's problem. And right now that's compared to $0 per ton. So you're going from zero to $62 per ton. And that's on top of the cost to actually build and operate a transfer station. This is real money. And I'm not sure that people are really kind of understanding the the additional tax that they'll be facing here very soon if this comes to fruition. You know, it seems like one of the items that County Mayor Joe Card talks a lot about is he says, you know, I want to work with Middle Point, but I, I can't get them to only accept trash and waste from Rutherford County residents. And and he was saying, well, you know, they're taking in waste from Nashville as an example. And I don't know what other areas he named, but what what about that? What do you say to that? Yeah. So what I would say to that is, and we hear that from not just Mayor Carr, you know, that's a, that's a comment from uh, folks across the board. Um, and so what we've done, you know, we want to, commissioners have come to us and said, show us, right? Prove that you're a serious partner for us and listening to our concerns if you want to have any substantive talks about an expansion, which is totally fair. So we have actually gone ahead starting January 1st of this year, we have moved out 25% of all out of county trash coming into middle point just voluntarily and that's 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 a hard thing to do to move out that much volume but that's sort of the first step of us saying hey we hear you uh, we may not be able to get to zero out of county volume when you look at the city of murfreesboro is trying to build their waste away facility and transfer station and to make that facility work they need a certain amount of tons per day they're not even willing to commit to taking no out of county volume because in order to make these projects work landfills transfers whatever it is you have to have enough volume coming in you have to have enough trash coming in to make it financially make sense so we may not be able to get to no out of county trash but 
we have taken, I think, a really important first step in saying, we hear you. We're moving 25% of all out-of-county trash coming into Rutherford County. We are no longer accepting it at Middle Point. And when you look at Middle Point, I think something that kind of gets lost in all the news articles out there is the fact that you know, you're a business. And that's something that people don't think about because I think often people just hear trash services of some sure. kind and they assume, well, government offices. Yeah. But you have to be able to make enough money to pay employees and to dispose of things. And if you say, I'm cutting 25% of out-of-county waste, that means, if I'm not mistaken, you're cutting 25% of whatever money is being made. That's right. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we are doing. Uh, and we view that as an investment into our long-term future here. You know, landfills are very expensive to run. And Rightfully so, right? The environmental controls, the amount of infrastructure that's required. Um, and Republic isn't just a landfill. It's not just Middle Point. We're actually also the largest collector of waste and recycling in all of Rutherford County, supporting businesses, industry, and residents. And so that material has to have a place to go. Um, and we're doing it now at significantly lower margins. But again, we think this is we think that's money well spent in uh, our future here in Rutherford County. Again, Mike Klassen with us this morning with Middle Point Landfill, which is in the area of Walter Hill. And going back to that whole city of Murfreesboro uh, building, mm -hmm. uh, some type of transfer station where they make some type of natural gas. Uh, that is a project they're working on, which would be in the area of Butler Drive and Joby Jackson Parkway. I was a little, I don't know, not concerned, but confused when I heard the news of that. Then when I read the press release from the city of Murfreesboro, because if I recall correctly, wasn't the city of Murfreesboro somehow against Middle Point making the same natural gas that they're attempting to make and open a, a transfer station for? Yeah, you know, the confounding nature of politics sometimes certainly always, uh, always gets me. Um, but yeah, so we have a really exciting project happening at Middle Point, which is um, building a renewable natural gas facility to convert all of the gas that's being generated naturally as trash decomposes and actually clean it up and inject it into the Atmos Energy Pipeline for all of us to use in our homes and our water heaters and all of those good things. You know, the city, politically, I think it was a political move. The city has been um, ob obstructing that process really at every opportunity, which is really disappointing. It's a, it's a really great green energy productive project for citizens here. And then you're right, on the back end of their uh, Waste Away project that they're trying to use to convert waste into um, a renewable source, they're kind of doing the same thing. So I hope both projects work. You know, I'm all for sustainability. I'm all for renewable projects here in the community that only helps all of us. And so, you know, label, label me a supporter of both of those projects just working flawlessly. Now, with that type of project, if the city moves forward with their project in that area, is that going to generate any uh, smells? Because, you know, that's one of the things your complaints about, the smell of waste. Is that something that's going to generate additional problems and for that side of town on Joby Jackson? Sure. I mean, sure. All of, all of the nuisance uh, things that come along with uh, waste vehicles and trash trucks moving in and out and trash being there and birds and rodents and those types of things that are just sort of inherent in managing waste. 
those don't change no matter where you are. And so, yeah, those problems are real. Um, I would fully expect them on that side of town. But I think the, the bigger thing, and this applies to everybody, is cost, right? So right now, City of Murfreesboro is coming to Middle Point for free. And we're proposing to build a $70 million transfer station slash waste away facility, start charging in the $60 per ton for people to dispose there. And there's a solution sitting right on our doorstep. And I think that's really important. I think people are hearing that. And that's why I think we've had a little bit of momentum here when it comes to how do we find a, a solution that works for everybody to continue to operate Middle Point Landfill into the future? Just a few years ago, and I believe this was before you were at Middle Point Landfill, the city of Murfreesboro, the county, Smyrna, and Laverne officials, they were getting together on a regular basis to try to come up with new ideas on how to solve the problem of waste. And they went as far as actually going to other cities where they took tours of recycling plants, mm -hmm. one of which I think uh, turned uh, all the waste, plastic waste, into things like those fake wooden planks. And, sure. and, and I don't, I forgot what those are called. Is it Tyvex or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yep, that's uh, right. But, but they never had a real answer or a real solution on maybe this company moving to Murphy's bro and recycling stuff here. Um, have you ever heard any progress on those ideas? Not on those ideas specifically, but look, I think, um, I think, you know, we want to make a jump from our waste management system right now is sort of like 1980, right? We're, <laughs> we're just throwing it all in a landfill. And instead of going from 1980 to the year 2200, I really like we should take a step in the in between there. And that gets us to a modern day facility, which says, hey, let's let's actually recycle. Let's put a bin city of Murfreesboro. Let's put a bin at every single home and make sure people are actually participating in curbside. Let's get our businesses involved. Let's get a composting program going. And all of those things are things that you know we're not seeing progress on it. And so, again, we've heard from county leaders that they want those things. And in addition to moving waste out of Middle Point, out of county waste out, we're also trying to build some pilot programs with local organizations. I'm not quite ready to tease those just yet, but I think in the next few months, we're going to be able to see those. As it relates to getting recycling programs off the ground, getting composting and food waste programs off the ground, and also looking at sort of household hazardous waste and electronics, which is really big. I think if we can get there, that's a great first step. And then doing those really cool projects like full circularity of plastics or conversion into building materials, that's, that's the next step for us, definitely. I know in Georgia, and this was one of the other ideas they, they thought about, uh, there's a lot of carpet manufacturers and they yeah. make carpet out of recycled plastic. Mm -hmm. So that was one of those things that I, I think is still in discussion. Uh, but are those things that could be done in the future through middle point yep absolutely absolutely they could um and we're excited about m being a leader that makes that happen so you know i don't no one wants the middle point of the past to be the middle point of the future i certainly don't that's that's absolutely not the direction we want to go what we want to do is convert it into sort of a sustainability campus if you will you're always going to have to have a landfill we can't you know, you can't recycle everything. You got to support business and industry that is coming up with waste that's not recyclable. But outside of that, you know, we want to build a, a facility that has recycling and composting and outdoor education and partnership with county schools and parks and recreation and really bring people in. So, you know, we don't generate the trash. We just manage the waste. And we really want to show people that uh, everyone is part of this circular world of 
generating waste, disposing it, and responsibly managing it. You know, I guess one of the expensive things that, that comes with waste is the garbage trucks, the trash cans that the city puts out or the private services that people pay for either monthly or quarterly for trash trucks to pick out, pick up garbage at their house. Um, But if you added something like a recycling bin that was also set out there by the curb, that would equal, I guess, two pickups for that trash truck, which takes more time, which takes more money. It does. Uh, So how do we put all these different things into action? And if if that were to happen, is Middle Point set up where they could instantly start taking, let's say, plastics only bins and maybe glass only? Yeah. So first thing is, you know, the city has already said we're going to increase our collection monthly collection fee to citizens from seven dollars and fifty cents a household to the low 30s, $32 per household per month, per month. So that's already happening in, um, I, there's definitely opportunity instead of spending $70 million on a, a technology that probably isn't going to work or has not ever been proven to work. I hope that it does actually. Wait, which technology is that? Oh, one? that's the waste away technology on the city's transfer station. And again, I, I'm a supporter. I hope it works because I'm all for green energy and new projects, but within that price, you know, collecting it you get money from recycling so recycling have a commodity value it can actually pay communities back there's a profit sharing opportunity that comes with that a lot of times recycling programs can break even or almost pay for themselves Um, but today no middle point is not ready to accept all those recyclables but we can move quickly and with a great partnership with the county and city we would love to be the ones that build sort of a hub to host all of that material and do something really productive with it and again with us this morning mike Classen with middle point landfill we're going to take a short break and when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about the idea of an expansion at middle point so make sure you stay with us time right now 8 36 you're listening to wgns on this Friday morning. Habitat for Humanity trains people to be successful at home ownership. So they're very, very prepared for home ownership, and they are buying their home. You heard correctly. The Habitat homeowner buys their home. It's not given to them. It just does so much for the community. Contact Habitat for Humanity and discover how you can help others with home ownership. It's just a great impact on the family. WGNS is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. As a member of MTE, you have access to educational resources to help you tailor energy use to your lifestyle. Interested in electric vehicles? MTE offers incentives to learn about EVs and connect with others who share your interest. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. Hi, this is Brandon. I am the drum instructor at Music World Drummer's Den. What Dave and I try to do, because we're drummers, is hands-on experience. We let you come back in the drum room so you can try drums out before you buy them, because online you can't do that. Taking private lessons, we jumpstart you a lot quicker than you can on YouTube. A lot of people try to watch YouTube and take lessons. We're hands-on. The Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. 
A wind chill advisory goes into effect for tonight. First four this afternoon, mostly cloudy and breezy, low 30s. Tonight will drop back to five above zero. I'm meteorologist Michael Caro, News Radio WGNS. Currently 28. We have something in the library that I've been working with, and that's a shelf of Adams Place authors. Quite a few books that have been written by people who lived here. That's a highlight in the library that I'm proud of. Margaret Ordobadian. And we didn't consider any other place. (laughs) This was it. (laughs) I'm Terry Deal. Call me from about Adams Place. Phone 615-904-9111. Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 8.38, you're tuned to WGNS. Mike Klassen with us today from Middle Point Landfill. And uh, before we talk about that expansion, you came to Middle Point not too long ago. So tell us kind of about that and your background. Uh, what made you want to be a part of, of Middle Point of all places? <laughs> yeah, what a great question. Three years goes so fast. I think it was actually three years ago uh, this March when I uh, came up here from Middle Point. So I'm, you know, for whatever reason, I've just always loved trash. I'm a, when I introduce myself to at my wife's uh, company events, I introduce myself as a garbage man. And she's like, well, well he's like the head garbage man. And I'm like, no, just, you know, we're all in it. I, uh, I was she's invi- like, what, honey, can you please say she, something else? She, <laughs> yeah, she, she does. I get that look and we all know that look when you get it. Um, so, you know, I'm an environmental engineer. I'm actually a professionally licensed um, environmental engineer. So I've started my career building, designing, constructing facilities to manage our waste, to contain our waste. Um, Republic was a big client of mine at that point, And then they actually pulled me over. I was working down in Atlanta um, and managing all of the engineering, environmental compliance and construction for our 60 facilities in the Southeast. And, you know, Middle Point is a really challenging facility. It has been for a long time. And I always say this to people, we're not hiding behind the fact that we always didn't do a great job in this community. We were not always great neighbors. We did not always do all the things necessary that we expect of ourselves uh, to, to, to be a great facility here. And that was my charge when I came up here three years ago was, hey, we need to right the ship. We need to get people to trust us again. And we need to do things the right way. And I'm, I really believe that we've done that. I mean, I think we've made great headway. You look at odors, odors from Middle Point, complaints are down 98% from where they were three years ago. Our gas flow has over doubled. We uh, are no longer getting uh, violations from the state of Tennessee. We have a very clean inspection record. All of those things. And I think we're having conversations too. We've opened the door a little bit and not say, keep everybody out. It's more like, hey, we want to hear from you. We believe that we're all part of this conversation and we're happy to do it. So when you first stepped into all of this uh, three years ago, did you know you're stepping into such a volatile situation? Because, you know, there were calls, there were complaints, there were, from what I understand, there were even threats made to folks three or four years ago. So did you realize you were stepping into all that? Yeah, I, you know, I knew the technical, you know, I'm an engineer, so that's how my brain just works sometimes. I knew the technical challenges we were walking into and I was very confident being able to solve them. What I didn't have a full appreciation for was, um, you know, 
folks, especially in the Walter Hill neighborhood and some of the other uh, communities that are ex- exactly adjacent to Middle Point, you know, they're frust- they're they're really really frustrated, and I understand why they're frustrated. Um, but you don't when you you feel that and it's sort of directed at you personally. Um, you, you know, I give. People are people are great and they've been wonderful to work with. I didn't fully appreciate sort of that that lingering uh, history and animosity that existed uh, there before. But what I'll say is that same community has been fantastic to work with with me personally. Um, really, you know, they have my cell phone number. They text me all the time. If they need something, they know we'll jump right on it. And that's how you build trust. You just do it one interaction at a time. Now, when middle point let's say first open compared to the 1990s late 1990s into the early 2000s you had people who had homes out there already they were built years before that and they had uh, remodeled them they had you know people building new homes out there and then you had all of a sudden a bad smell yeah and the bad smell persisted and i i can understand why people were so upset for mm-hmm. such a long period of time but you say a lot of that has changed. Yeah, a lot of a lot of it has changed, and we have the data to support it. You know, it's um, it just took an incredible amount of effort, um, spending over ten million dollars of infrastructure and investment to get it right, to sort of upgrade our systems to where they needed to be. Um, and you know, we're not getting there's one-off odors around the community still certainly um, potentially they're from middle point much more likely they're from other sources we know that the city's sewer system has odors that are coming from it right and we've seen these things improve it with data but th- the biggest thing is um, you know, those citizens deserve to live in a place where they're not getting inundated with odor or with litter or with dust on the road or with any of those other problems that can come with being a nuisance living by a landfill and they deserve it and that's our job as a neighbor and we take that job very seriously and again i think we've done a really fantastic job in the time that i've been here of improving along those lines but our job is never done you know i remember times or you know around the mid to late 1980s into the 1990s where the Riverview and Riverbend subdivision, they both had a lot of odors that were coming from uh, the uh, the water treatment plant, mm-hmm. which is right there off of Thompson Lane, kind of next to Riverbend subdivision. But they had a lot of issues out there. And, and that's one that I don't think a lot of people talked about. But yet when Middle Point has smells, everybody talks about it. But often it is those water treatment plants that do have a lot of really bad smells. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things when uh, if, if, if you were the problem at one point in the past, you're sort of always the problem. And I think, look, I think that people hold businesses to a higher standard also maybe than they do municipal government. And, and we're great with that. You know, I think people understand that we're operating for profit um, and they sort of, there's some frustration around that sometimes, but at the end of the day, we, you know, like any great ball coach says, we got to control what we can control. We got to take care of our own business and handle it in house and anything else in the community, any other sources of voter, you know, those, those will just take care of themselves as long as we do the right things every single day. Again, Mike Klassen with us this morning with Middle Point Landfill, the talks of an expansion that raised a lot of attention and uh, it even made it to the courts. Um, I I can see where people would be upset over the thought of a landfill expanding, Mm -hmm. but what, what things have been, I I guess, 
attempted at this point with the expansion and getting an approval for it? And, and wh- where does it stand today? Yeah. So it's a complicated question and I'm really glad you asked it. Um, so when you think about the future of middle point and expanding, we almost have to separate it into two separate issues. There's, there's the one that's uh, what's in the courts and has been in the courts. And that's a, that's a Northern expansion up over middle point park towards Jefferson Pike. Um, that's an expansion that is sort of uh, a secondary priority for us. Like that's not where we want to go. What we want to do is negotiate a deal with Rutherford County that lets us consolidate our landfill with the old Rutherford County unlined landfill um, and provide some environmental remediation to protect the environment better than it currently is, consolidate those two facilities into one, and then continue to provide free disposal for the community for the next 30 years. You know, what in those conversations are going well, I would say they're progressing. Um, but it's no secret that we got to make a decision pretty soon. And that's, I think, really important, right? We have five and a half years of disposal capacity remaining at middle point today. Um, There's some levers we can pull to extend that a little bit and whatnot, but there's only so much we can do. And again, that's why I go back to, um, to our leaders is like, why are we creating a problem or trying to find a solution for something that we already have a solution for? You know, when you look at um, largest property tax increase, ever. Um, and that's not a criticism at all. The growth that we've had in this county is, is, is wild. Um, but $200 million budget shortfall in schools alone. And we're sitting here saying, hey, we are generating revenue for this county and we're willing to pay more. Um, we think the solution is already here. And we think expansion, um, expansion in, again, expansion into a version of Middle Point that's different in the future than it is today. Uh, we think that's the right path. Now, the old Rutherford County landfill, which is, uh, I guess, next to the existing Middle Point landfill, that's something that, that doesn't get a lot of discussion, and, and even I'm confused by it. So with that old Rutherford County landfill, where does it sit, and uh, what are we talking about? Is it still being used in any way? Yeah, so the old Rutherford County landfill sits directly south of Middle Point, between Middle Point and East Fork of the Stones River. And then you have on the just south of the Stones River is the city's water treatment plant. So that's all kind of that infrastructure sits right there. Um, that landfill technically is still open, um, but right now it's, it's more or less not used um, except for in a really, really small amount. So, you know, just like any old landfill that was built before there were regulations, that facility doesn't have, uh, or a large portion of that facility doesn't have a modern liner system on the bottom of it to protect groundwater resources. Um, and that can be problematic, right? We know that there's groundwater contamination coming from that facility. We know that there's landfill gas migration coming from that facility. And I think county leaders recognize that that's an unknown future environmental liability. Um, and that's why, again, one of the great things about Republic and our resources is if we can figure out a way to consolidate those two hills through an expansion, we want to take over all of that environmental liability. We want to remediate the problems that exist there and make sure we're protecting the county and city's water resources um, from that leach of uh sort of like waste juice we call it leachate down into the groundwater now just a couple of years ago the army corps of engineers released statements saying not to eat the fish out of that section of the stones river because of high mercury content and and i'm not sure i'm not sure what else they found but uh, that was kind of surprising for a lot of people 
Do you know if that could have been generated from the old Rutherford County landfill? So I think the mercury was actually an upstream. So it starts that, that, um, that, that hazard starts way upstream. And my understanding is more related to coal ash and some ash impoundments upstream. Um, Would that be as far as what Kentucky somewhere where the river is flowing into Stones River? Yeah. And I'm not exactly sure where it starts, but I do know that it's uh, well upstream of where both landfills are located on the East Fork there. When you when you look at all these different issues and the ideas of expanding the landfill and then using the old Rutherford County landfill site, uh, how how fast do these things work? Because if it's in the courts right now to yeah. expand and then you have Rutherford County saying, no, you can't use this old landfill and you're asking to use it. Where do you go from here? Yeah, we're sort of at a bit, you know, we're a bit paralyzed right now. And I think that's why. Um, but we're working actively. And, you know, I, we've met with a lot of county commissioners. And again, they've said we're willing to talk to you and they are willing. And I think we've made really good progress. But. Folks want to see more from us. They want to see us doing something without asking for anything in return. And again, that's that's part of why we've taken this monumental step of moving out 25% of all out-of-county volume. It really does two things. It Number one, it shows we're serious and are willing to do hard things to get an expansion conversations going. But it also extends the life of Middle Point by about another year and a half. And so um, I haven't rerun those numbers here since January 1st. Um, been busy with all this snow and winter coming. But by moving out 25% of all of that volume, you're putting less in, you have longer to operate. And that gives us a little bit more of a runway with county officials to continue talking and to continue tweaking a plan and to come up with the best strategy for citizens here in Rutherford County. You know, when people think of a landfill, I, I think in their mind, it's kind of like what, I don't know, 40 years ago outside of New Jersey, where they have bulldozers pushing <laughs> yeah, trash, yeah, literally yeah. pushing piles of trash yeah. down an embankment. Yeah. I think that's what people think of. Sure. But what what is it in reality today? Yeah. You know, I you should come out and see Middle Point. And also, you know, we're planning this year to host some folks like a community event at Middle Point where we want to take people up and show them sort of pull the curtain back a little bit so you can really see what's actually happening. You know, this is a modern, highly engineered containment facility, but it's complicated. You got biological decomposition and reaction happening all over the place. Um, we have we have a team of engineers, scientists, field technicians, all of that working all the time we have our own wastewater treatment plant they're located on site there's a lot of complex stuff happening at middle point in order to protect this environment and make sure that we're managing this waste from our community and the communities in middle tennessee in a responsible way it's really cool it, there is a lot of that big equipment still happening so especially when you get uh bring out your kids and the and especially the boys love seeing the compactors and dozers work but um, all the nerds among us which i certainly count myself as as a big one um, we love all of the science that backs it up now what is middle points water treatment system yeah, so we have prior, so we have an agreement with the city of Murfreesboro where we're able to send our treated wastewater into the sewer system. Um, and so we actually have a wastewater treatment plant that treats for all sorts of different um, high levels of, of uh, contaminants that are in that wastewater, ammonia, chemical oxygen demand, um, iron, those sorts of things to make it so that it is uh, palatable to go into the city's water treatment system without 
damaging the city's water treatment plant. So we actually generate about 100 to 150,000 gallons of leachate every single day, uh, which is a lot. It's a lot of liquid. And we treat that on site before sending it back to the city of Murfreesboro. Again, Mike Klassen with Middle Point Landfill and going back to the old Rutherford County Landfill site. When you talk about how it doesn't have a, a modern liner mm-hmm. protecting the groundwater from the actual trash and that trash breaking down, what is it that it has? Yeah, so there's there's two parts of that facility. One part does have a sort of a modern liner system, um, which is a combination of recompacted clay, high-density polyethylene plastic, and impermeable liner system, and also um, a, a leachate, a wastewater drainage layer. The other part of that facility just has compacted soil. So it literally doesn't have all of those different levels of, again, environmental protection that stand between the waste and the groundwater system. Was there a point years ago when somebody came up with the idea of let's put landfills along rivers? Yeah. Because there's a lot of them out there across America. You're right. But what what is the benefit of that? Or is there a benefit? Yeah. You know, I think... Uh, I really think that it was industry is close to rivers, so we should put a landfills close to industry because that makes it a lot easier to dispose of our waste. And there just wasn't a full understanding, like so many things we did back in the day, right? There wasn't a full understanding of needing to protect the environment. And I think that was really probably the main driver there. One of the questions I know that comes up uh, probably on a regular basis for you too, what is the flame that we see continuously yeah. it's, it's not for jfk it's not for elvis what, what is that <laughs> that's right that's right although that's a great idea and i think we <laughs> should adopt that um, what that is is those are those are called landfill gas flares so as waste decomposes it produces a whole bunch of different types of gases that um, if you don't properly control them can be can cause odors or are regulated as potential pollutants and so we uh, we harvest we suck on the whole waste mass and pull all of that gas out and send it to these flares where it just combusts all of that gas and turns it into you know water vapor carbon dioxide and heat so those flares you see are actually going to go away pretty soon um, because that instead of flaring that gas, we're going to turn it into a renewable natural gas and move it there into the pipeline, kind of like we talked about earlier. One of the questions we have uh, asked if Republic owns a landfill, why would they want to be involved in recycling? And have they ever done this sort of thing before? Yeah, look, uh, we are a environmental solutions company. You know, we're not a landfill company. We're a company that wants to help communities better manage their waste and recycling in a more sustainable way that's our mission that's our vision and so if there was an alternative right now that said we don't need landfills anymore let's operate something else man i'm an environmentalist at heart i would be the very first person raising my hand saying let's do that and so it's sort of a you know we like to think of it as it's a sort of a scarcity mentality to say well if we're recycling that means we lose out on this so we should stand in the way of recycling how we see it is we're uniquely qualified to help communities bring in technologies and processes to manage their waste and recycling and that's really what our passion is we're almost out of time but as we close this morning and i know i asked you before you know what what's next in this whole bigger picture yeah but but what is kind of transpiring right now and and what are what are you what are what is middle point pushing for right this minute yeah so here's what's next is you know this year we're making a commitment to showing up with our actions to say you know 
we're not making progress anywhere as far as like real substantive progress and it's time this community needs a solution and so we're starting with moving 25 percent of out-of-county volume out and that's a big step then we're starting with some pilot programs partnering with community organizations to put new sustainable programs at middle point that's the next step then we're going to try and get in front of the public works committee of rutherford county commission a little bit more frequently to communicate that progress and say hey we're listening we're taking action we're not waiting we're leading from the front and we want to start working on getting a solution long term for this community so we're really excited we started the year january 1st just going with it and uh, we're excited to keep working and to make sure we are part of the solution here to manage waste uh, in a low-cost safe and environmentally friendly way in rutherford county is there a lot of negotiating between murfreesboro rutherford county and middle point and is it really progressing or is it kind of at a standstill yeah you know Certainly with Rutherford County and the Public Works Commission, Public Works Committee, um, we're, we're in constant communication. You know, we're, we're talking, we're giving updates, um, we're hearing from them. Uh, and so that's definitely happening all the time. I would say, you know, with the city of Murfreesboro, somewhat less so, um, especially because we have a couple some ongoing litigation, which is sort of uh, tying up everyone's time and wasting everyone's money. Um, and so I think as soon as we can get through that, we would be we would be very excited to have conversations with the city of Murfreesboro on substantive conversations, how we do good things for these taxpayers. Again, Mike Klassen with us this morning with Middle Point Landfill, and we'll post this podcast in just a few minutes minutes at wgnsradio.com well thanks for joining us yeah thanks so much time right now 859 more news is next the action line on fm 101.9 and am 1450 murfreesboro fm 100.5 smarta and streaming at wgnsradio.com If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.